I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't know if I can follow that up. <laughs> I, I was I, in the beginning moments of that. I was I was taken aback. I thought I want pr- pretty twittery little bird song, and then this this, this build up. Oh, hello! <laughs> so uh, royalty free. We, we we got your attention today, didn't we? <laughs> a royal, it's a royalty free song That's from great. White Sand called "The Quest." I know you had a topic, but I'm just going to leap right in and ask you a question oh, right sure. off the bat because I'm curious. Do you write to music? I think we've kind of sort of touched on things before. I play music prior and after, but not during. Okay. Yep. Do you do you do it just because your brain needs to clear its you know like the the RAM reset with nope. the music, or do you, um, do you use it as like pump up music and bring me out music, or what, what are you doing? Intros and outros. Uh, with your brain, traditionally, or? especially since we're talking about uh, for me uh, movies, um, I will play whatever music I have pre attached to this property in my head, oh. and I just have sort of a playlist that I kind of rock it through, okay. and it kind of builds the um, setting for me very I know well. A lot of writers write to music. Oh, for sure. that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just can't do it during because during because uh, screenwriting for me is so much dialogue. Um, the dialogue is music. So one thing I will do, not during, but again, as a build up too, I do have a handful of favorite dialogue writers. And if I have, if there's a scene I'm writing where I'm like, oh, this is a real Neil, Neil Simon type of thing here. Mm-hmm. I'll actually spin through a quick scene from The Odd Couple, Brighton Beach Memoir or something like that because that gets the, that rhythm going for okay. me. And then I just kind of go from there. So I have to yeah. blank my brain completely. I, I can't touch music when I'm yeah. ready to write. No, I know. Yeah, I can't that, even touch it until like I'm out no. and done, and there isn't any residual. Oh, and put this down. <laughs> oh, and one more thought. You know, you yeah. get those little after after rumbles when you're oh, writing. Sure. Yeah, you're like, okay, done. Got to make dinner, <laughs> and then I bring the laptop over while I stir a pot of noodles, and I I burn both the manuscript <laughs> and the noodles. You know, <laughs> you do a lot. We have we have a lot of cooking. Uh, it's funny when we talk I about had, writing with you. Writing and cooking question, are so close. <laughs> I had a question uh, the other day. They were they were baiting the 
the a story where I mentioned that the character burnt tea, and they're like, "That's not possible." Man. I've done it. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, maybe burnt is not the word they would normally expect to be associated with. You can burn tea. Oh, you, can you totally it, can. It Green tea, tea, especially. Yes, white tea. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's probably even worse. Ooh, so yeah. delicate. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I I actually, yeah, green tea. If you tea. work really hard at it, I think you can also burn a nice black <laughs> yeah, tea, could, too. It could burn a lake. <laughs> it's just, right, you right. know, it's, it's all possible. Um, interesting. Well, but you I know. Mean, when, when someone's baiting, they obviously have to put a critical eye on things and say, did you mean to do that? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah I, I am that untalented in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I am pulling yeah. from my life experience. It's, uh, <laughs> it but, is, but it goes down to word choice, skill. you know. Word choice. Well, yes. And <laughs> no, she's good. Um, so for a topic today, I thought it would be really interesting, uh, you know, as a writer, <laughs> people... We're digging um, in the toolbox. You got any the toolbox, that? that's exactly it. Rummage, I mean, rummage, rummage. <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm good at futzing stuff on the table here. I'll make some There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's right. Little, little, uh, boom, 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 boom. There we go. Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, the artist I am not. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it's fun though. Um, <laughs> it's... I was going to make a bunch of gaffes. A, a plumber, a, a plumber without a plunger. <laughs> What is you know, what is the sound of one hand clapping? Some, that's right. No, I mean there are some things, and you know it's not talked about that much. There are, as we both know, yeah. and certainly me, uh, a million writing books, books on writing. They'll, they'll talk about how to get an agent. They'll talk about how to, uh, um, uh, you know, self promote. They'll give you all those things, but they there's not a lot besides of like you know uh, uh, that uh, Strunk and White's uh, uh, usage. Uh, but even that, that's gra- grammatical. No one actually gets into. Literary elements. I haven't seen like a literary they do elements in school. in school, and that's kind of icky. And well, people kind of, I mean, kind of like the sexy premise, enough. <laughs> the premise of this show is, you know, take no advice. I'm like, who am I to tell you how to write? Because people do want to shy away from telling people how to how to make a voice, how to get a tone on the page, <laughs> right? How to get a style. Oh, I'm you glad know? you said the word tone. That's number twenty. <laughs> <laughs> After symbolism, I do know something. It's alphabetical. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a fun learning experience for me. Well, there we go. If you walk out of here with, uh, you know, a little spring in my step, I'll like absolutely I know some things about stuff. Well, let me, let me. I'll okay. read the, I'll read the twenty. Okay. Stop me on any one that you just like. Oh, I love that. Oh, and talk no, about. So no, just you can yeah. stop. I, I, okay. I'll well, just, all right. My, my brain will just go. Because otherwise, I'll just break them down in the next segment. But anyway, here we go. So yeah, number just, one, just pick one. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay, fine. Number one, illusion. And people are gonna be like, "Are you talking about like illustrations, illusion?" No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is the definition that I'm getting off of this particular website. Mm. An illusion is a literary device that basically, this is in bold, indirectly refers to external people, events, or things. And now this is not bold, such as the real world or in another story. An easy way to remember the definition of an illusion is to think of the verb allude, as in you are alluding to somebody, you are referencing something else. An example of illusion for you people at home keeping score. With a deep frown on his face as he stormed through the Christmas market, Johnny looked like a real Scrooge. So talking about Johnny... Mm-hmm. We're alluding to Scrooge, mm-hmm. or talking about Scrooge, mm-hmm. we're alluding to Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so interesting. You got to be careful when you use them because you're assuming something on the part of the reader. You're assuming a certain sort of knowledge. They have Dickensian, uh, you know. They've they've been someone through a Christmas might, Carol. Yeah. I mean, someone might not know who Scrooge is. They yeah. might not know. They might not get the reference. I, yeah. I guess the question is, uh, um, boy, that's so buried deep in what I do yeah. that I probably don't even think about it. I have a feeling a lot of writers are that way. And I don't think most way. people do. I yeah. think that's why it's called out in this list. I guess the question would be, what are the bounds of what they mean by illusion? Like, if you, they're not meaning if you take a quote from something. 
and no. drop it in. Like I have a, a line from Faust in my manuscript hmm. for that Sherlock thing that I'm yeah. working on that I've been, you know, kind of hoping to get green lighted, as it were. Yeah. And I don't give a translation. I give it in the German. Oh, interesting. Now, is that Make, is that what they mean by illusion in that, or is that just something else entirely? That sounds like something else. Because it's, it's used as an illusion. Because you're I'm, alluding to something I'm, with that quote. I'm using the quote to show what the character is thinking and how they think of a particular situation. But I give it in German. I give no translation. I think and that people would... are like ah. Uh, everyone who's read this, the the few people who baited it for me have been like, "Where's the translation?" I'm like. Welcome to 2020, where you can Google it. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, Google um, translates our if friend. You got yeah, the ebook, yeah. <laughs> you highlight it and it'll automatically pull it up. I know. I try. I tested it out to make sure. Oh, sure. Because the original Sherlock Holmes stories, which I'm emulating there, because oh, I'm yeah. trying to work with canon. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't have given a translation. I mean, all, I've just recently, for fun, started reading Jane Eyre. <laughs> for Free fun. reading. Oh, I know. And it's like, gosh, what a depressing story. I, I got six chapters in the other night. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm sitting there and, you know, covers pulled up under my chin, crying, going, I needed something happy. Oh my gosh, why did I do this to myself? But it's it's my high school version. The, the, fun the high school English class oh, version. Oh, interesting. And so, okay, okay. I mean, I was forced to write in it, so I wrote in pencil. And okay. it's my, you know, high school version of cursive so it's nice. like Ugh. oh absolutely you know, it's it's clearly i'm trying to be legible but not <laughs> and it's like tiny tiny print but all the french there's so much french thrown into yes once jane Eyre ends up being a governess for sure sure the little girl whose name escapes me right now but oh. but there's just french 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 yeah. and that was the thing in in high schools did anybody look up the french and we don't go no <laughs> you know this was in the 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 night the Incomplete. late 90s so you know <laughs> You didn't just go Google it. You'd yeah. have to actually try to figure out a, from a French dictionary yeah. something. Or maybe go to Half Price Books and buy the Cliff Notes where hopefully they had it translated. You know, Absolutely. It was like, how did you expect us to look this up? But that was coloring what the characters were. were the, they were very cheerfully chosen quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet they're so buried. You know, so... I yes think you're. No. I think you're in the ballpark of illusion there, but I yeah. think that's there's probably a different name for that. But I mean, and maybe we'll come right. in from but two through nine, using the two quote through twenty. As an illusion to right. I think how so. Far, how far is that? Well, anyway, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just confused everybody because no, I'm confused okay. too. So there you go. Look, we don't know anything. Um, <laughs> I went from I know something to uh, uh. <laughs> from zero to, zero to sixty. Funny you mentioned uh, the I'm next. I'm not sure if I ever used that in any way other than. Hmm. So you've never compared to, uh, you know, like... <laughs> I don't like to drop pop culture into my stuff. Well, your stuff isn't exactly well, pop culture do, right, friendly. I do a lot like, of historical, so, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to drop Pop culture of the day, maybe, <laughs> you know. But even then, <laughs> I, I usually try to stray... I try to use English here, but... Uh, I try to stray away from that because it's not my strong suit anyway. Yeah. And, pers- you know, it's a personal taste as a reader. Yeah. Personally, I don't like it necessarily when someone starts bopping to the songs of some... Um, song from the 60s yeah yeah i i dropped it in one short story and every time i hit that it's like and the faint lyrics and i'm like oh, okay okay I, it's so just my own personal preference yeah 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 yeah. it's a tool it's yeah. like it's like pepper you just toss yeah. it in for a little flavor yeah I mean, yeah, yeah you got a good Absolutely. use yeah some of them can be very tired a Again, lot of I, editors will hit you on an illusion and say that's a tired illusion Please right do like like scrooge 
Yeah. Right, right. It's so pervasive in there that it's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, if you're going to use Scrooge, you better use it well. you got to I mean, use it really well, absolutely. probably. Funny right. you mentioned your uh, Sherlock Which Holmes. Which is funny uh, because everyone knows, more or less, through Scrooges, so it would right. be a useful one. But yes, I suppose. You saying? Yeah, you're yeah. Saying? I mean, you'd have... I was going to say, uh, your Sherlock Holmes, I, the next book on my nightstand after I finish this... Uh, Lengthy horror novel from the guy who wrote The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, What's a long book? Um, And didn't need to be. Um, (laughs) Little review there for you. Wonderful book, actually. I'm enjoying it. It is uh, Sherlock Holmes and the Shadwell Shadows by James Lovegrove. It's a Lovecraft. It's a Sherlock Holmes Lovecraftian book. Oh, is that the one with the little, like, yeah, the little tentacles? Of course, tentacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I leafed through it and read a few passages and. it's very exciting. I okay. mean, just everything I read about, I was like, oh, this is going to be a blast. Okay. So, yeah, very excited for that. So I thought I would uh, let you know and the readers know. And we have all three copies here at the Cedarburg uh-huh. Public Library. So, sell, sell. Mm-hmm. Anaphora, or anaphora, depending on what country you're in, <laughs> is a literary device that is similar to alliteration. Maybe we're going to get close to what you're mm-hmm. doing. In a sense, in the sense that it is a technique that relies on repetition. Oh, that's not what you were doing. <laughs> the difference is that an in bold, anaphora repeats the same word or phrase at the beginning of successive sentences. Used widely in rhetoric, examples of anaphoras can be found in many famous speeches. Oh, I, think I, I think I do that. So, it's, it's, to me, it's just word rhythm. Yeah, it is. And this is because you're making, you know, because I went to the store. Because yes, exactly. I, needed, I don't know. That was a really yep. bad example. Because no, no. I went to the store. Because well, I needed, you know, no, let's turn to an expert. For something more, more dramatic. <laughs> let's right. turn to Dickens. Um, Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Right. It was the age of wisdom. Right. It was, so there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and in the meager, yeah, that can be done very cool. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, and usually that poetic, is something that um, my my editors and my line editors that I've worked with have been always like, yeah, when they see it. Because I don't use it often, but when I do, I'm always really making a point with it. Yeah, yeah. And what's really fun is, and this goes into just formatting of, of your prose. Yeah. And, and kind of having an instinct of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Sometimes I'll break them up and they're, you know, it's like, perhaps, perhaps. Oh, uh, sure, perhaps, sure, sure, perhaps, sure, sure. I didn't realize that was song until I said it. Uh, but, you know, it'll be like something, you know. Because da 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 because da 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 da. Sure, 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 sure. New para. Because da 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 da. And then you're like, whoa, it feels like it's in bold with exclamation points without yeah. having it. You know, a book does that a lot? The Bible. <laughs> the Bible has a ton of that. Well, that's, that's relying a lot of, you know, <laughs> translate. That's a game of telephone yeah. a lot of the times. <laughs> right. It is, because the way it's translated, translated, edited sure. down, changed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But someone decided, hey, oh, this, yeah. this would drive oh, the point yeah. home. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Proverbs no, it's, and it's numbers and all that. Yeah. To, you know, is that a marketing tool? <laughs> but, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's getting no, it's the point true. across it's true. Yeah. very artfully, Absolutely. Very, very pointedly. It's not a bad book. Every word is getting up. <laughs> It's, it's all right. It's, you know. No, it's been it's been chosen very carefully, even by the translators yeah. over time. Sure, sure. Which is fun. Um, Except Gideon my, at the hotels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just boring. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh. like those Gideon Bibles. Oh. I'm always excited when there's one in there, and I open it, crack it open. I'm like, come on, guys, you can do better than this. Oh, ouch. ouch. <laughs> they don't mind. They know it. They think they're giving it free to hotels. Motel Six. Come well, on. Uh, right. um, no, no, I mean, but, but translation was one of my favorite. Um, Laurie R. King books and back to oh, Sherlock. Sure. Yeah, uh, is a monstrous regiment of women. Okay, and all of the books in that Mary Russell series. I love that one ah. because she's got a theologist, a female theologist, who 
is uh, she's not even really that so much as she's a she's a mystic mm. um but mary russell is a the is is a theology major that's that's her bread and butter that's her, yeah, yeah, yeah. her th- and it's really fun <laughs> because you know pit that against sherlock holmes's analytical brain and woo-hoo, right, right, right. it's a good mix absolutely but that book actually delves into it more than anything else okay. because it really starts elevating showing what mary russell knows and studied and can talk about yeah. there's also i think letter of mary does that really well okay okay but, but that's that's a. Uh, that's just a fun one as far as Bible yeah. translation discussions in literature. Right, right, right. It's a right, great exactly. thing. Anyway, it's a book recommendation hour today. We <laughs> Hey, psh, that's yeah, valid on this. That, that's right, valid on these radio. On this, uh, well, we're, we're actually going to take a break and we come uh, back. This will be like six months, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We don't mind. Uh, <laughs> um, we come back to it every now and then. But when we come back, we will. Uh, oops, where's my uh, Heaven's Lullaby is a song taking us. <laughs> I don't know if you're using a lullaby on a radio show, but that's okay. We come we, back. We will we talk have, about diction. We and had that very tense opening. This is that's nice. right. It's yeah. diction, euphemism, and epistrophe. When we come back, that's like a I don't know some kind of cliffhanger. <laughs> Heaven's Lullaby, the name of the song for our break. <laughs> Rather nice, actually. Yes, yes. It's uh, it's on YouTube from uh, Big Rice Piano is the name of the channel, and uh, it's in the public domain. So, uh, but there's a PayPal uh, button on there, so you can donate to Big Get Rice if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, that was. Uh, that was nice. Piano music, something I can't get away from lately with my little film that I'm shooting. So um, I had a good day on Sunday, actually. Wonderful. We shot at the stagecoach here in town. And uh, God, it looked good. I mean, that's what's great about shooting in Cedarburg is everyone's like, man, you used to have quite a budget for this. I'm like, no, it's just sitting there. I'm just capturing it with my phone. So it just makes it look good. Um, we're talking today about uh, literary elements, uh, things that you can... Uh, and tricks and things. Yeah. The things you learned about in school that you probably forgot or didn't know you remembered because you just folded it into your own voice. Or didn't know you could use. I mean, that's nothing to you. You don't even yeah. think, like, is that available to me? Yes, it is available yeah, to you. Variation. <laughs> but there's a device where you can start each one with the same... Work. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it's great. It's useful. Number four on Sometimes this list... Sometimes you think, oh, I'm being such a... A rebel. Like, oh, right. No, you're actually, I was going to say, um, bad, um, yeah, you're just employing a device, yes. one that's been around for 300 years, but never mind. Um, you're just I, doing it well. I skipped alliteration because everyone yeah, knows yeah. that one. That's kind of boring. So, whatever. I'm just, so we're going to go to number four here, yeah. um, with I have Dick. a love hate relationship with alliteration. I join you in that, actually. Yeah. Um, if done well, it's phenomenal, but you seldom see it done well anymore. I mean, who, who are the alliteration innovators of the day? You know, of well, the no, day, I mean, you know? but the thing is, if you're doing it, it should be. Just something you're. It's it's a treat for the eyes, treat for the yeah, brain. Right. It's really not something a you vacation. want to call out. If if anything, like <laughs> right. like 
for 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 me for alliteration. Uh, sorry, made no, it's good. No, it's it, good to me. It's an important one because <laughs> oh yeah, it, it gets a bad reputation sometimes. It it does with me. Yeah. Um, well, then you know what? Okay, let me let me read what it is just in case so we can hit the actual mm-hmm. definition and then you, you, know, there you so go. an illusion. Oh, I'm sorry. Scratch it. We did that. <laughs> Let's go to number two. Alliteration. It is alphabetical, Jeff. A common literary element used in everyday life. Alliteration is when, in bold, words with the same sound or letter appear in the, in the sentence often consecutively. Um, an alliter- uh, example of alliteration are these classic book titles. This is kind of interesting. Titles yeah, I hate are, it when the titles are, titles are alliterative. That's that's my bugaboo right there. So, Pride and Prejudice, Funny. The Great Gatsby yep. of Mice and Men, yep. Sense and Sensibility, and Love's Labor's Lost. How yep. dare they? Um, <laughs> are, like the, are the big ones there. <laughs> well, so, there know, we go. Actually, for a while, I was like, I'm allergic to alliterative titles because it's getting used a lot. <laughs> the fact that you just said I'm allergic to alliterative titles is, is funny. Uh, but anyway. But, um, but no, actually, I use it in my prose uh Infrequently, but frequently. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'd have to like comb through and look for one, but every now and then I'll, I'll find something that it's like, oh, we need a little bit of that spice again, a little bit sure. of cinnamon in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Absolutely. And cinnamon and spice—that's a good way of, uh, you know, that's yeah, what these tools are. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That they should They're be, all little you know? spices in your little kitchen. I've got spices in my toolbox. If you're <laughs> right, you know, if you're writing fiction yeah. and not thumbing through your spi- your spice cabinet, you should be writing nonfiction. I would think almost. I mean, not well, that, no, and you can actually do a lot of that nonfiction. Be spiced. Yeah, well, yes, that's true, yes, and they're doing better. Really should be spiced. And they're doing better at that. Actually, right. nonfiction is coming is going. I just I've it never depends on its purpose. It yeah. depends on its scope, its sure. purpose, and its and its intended readership. Right, right. Well, that's always yeah. Know your audience. Um, you yeah. know, legal briefs are always going to sound a certain way. Yeah, they will. You know, they're, yeah, they're, you don't they're, want to bring or, into legal or briefs. car manuals. They're always <laughs> right, going to sound right. a certain way. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, right. Um, um. But no, I, I tend to use it very carefully <laughs> because I do love a good alliterative phrase. Okay. And I'll do it because sometimes I mean, I'm aware of how things either look on the page or mm-hmm. sound in the brain or sound coming out of someone's mouth. And you know, the book's published before the, the audiobook guy gets it. Right, but right. I mean, every now and then I'll get something that I'll hear said out loud <laughs> from my audiobook guy and I go, ooh, yay. Uh, you know, it's like I know how things sound in yeah. my head and sometimes I yeah. just like seeing the repeated S's mm-hmm. on the page, two words in a row, because you have a sound yeah. thing. And, you know, it's interesting is I have a, a nephew who he's, he's getting to the point now he's starting to read yeah. himself, sounding out the things on the page. And... It's when you sound things out, either aloud or in your head, mm-hmm. or have read to you, that that's when that really works. Because it's it's a reward. It's a delicious little moment. Yeah. If you get alliteration right, yeah. and you use it either really rarely or a lot even. You could you could do it on purpose. I mean, yeah. V for Vendetta. I mean, <laughs> right, we, right, right. You, know, you can have fun with it. It's, yeah. it's a fun thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it gets a bad reputation yeah. unfairly. I mean, I'm staring at a Summer Sounds poster. Obviously, yeah, right. Cedar Creek. <laughs> Summer Sounds and Cedar yeah, Creek. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. Let's do that yeah. again. Um. You know, there's something to the power of, yeah. of the letters repeating. Mm-hmm. It gets you in a punch, punch. Yeah. It's 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 part of rhythm. Yeah. It really is a part of rhythm. And I've had people in editing go, ah, on this one or ooh, right. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they know why I'm doing it. They know mm-hmm. when I'm doing it. And it's... Sure. And it's 
Yeah. I really, oh man, if I had realized what we were doing, I would have brought my computer and started <laughs> looking for things. Because there are times that I actually, I, like, know what the computer I went out of my way to use that here. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> she's pointing. I've got, yes. Tearing the place apart here. It's going to be a very physical, very physical episode. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It leads into number four very nicely mm-hmm. too, because we're going into diction, which yeah. is basically a liter- literary element that's all about word, word choice. choice. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So yeah, alliteration. Did you mean to use the word Bart on your T? Yes, right. I did. <laughs> yeah, I had somebody actually... Um, Ask if I meant to use the word thrill instead of chill mm. recently in a in they were betaing something. Yeah. And it was it was a I think it was a thrill that shook his soul shook his soul. <laughs> and I mean I'm misquoting. I probably didn't say shook his soul. Yeah. But in my brain I think that's what I actually wrote. So mm-hmm. you know, don't don't quote me on it, even though I think <laughs> I'm but it, but they said, Did you mean a chill? Because that would be more common. I said, No. Because to me it was it was it was different from that. It wasn't an actual chill. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is that every now and then that'll bite me when we get to the audiobook mm-hmm, mm-hmm. part of it. Because, you know, you've got someone who's reading, who's trying to both read, perform, and my audiobook guy, he loves to cold read. Oh. He doesn't read ahead. He doesn't read the book and then go back to record. He That's wants pretty to be, interesting. Surprise. He wants, he wants the surprise in his voice to be there. He wants it coming through. He wants yeah. the genuine read to come through. And sure. obviously then he tries to emulate it or, or, or tweak it if we have... You know, things that, you know, it's, yeah. it's, oh, what he does is so hard. Mm-hmm. My gosh, I can't even imagine. I trip over myself all the time yeah. when I'm just talking, <laughs> uh, as you can tell. But, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I hate reading out loud. I, I mean, it just makes me so, so nervous. <laughs> um, but but things like that, yeah. where you your brain expects one thing, and you did something ever so slightly different. And yeah. I, 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 yose, I chose thrill there because it looks like chill. Your brain thinks chill. Yeah. But you didn't say chill. You said thrill. Ah. So you got all the added color to oh, it. Oh, sure, sure, and sure. And it yeah. was a surprise. And I love it when I'm surprised when I'm reading. That's yeah, my, yeah. my favorite books are the ones that say things that you think, huh? Uh, oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. You know that stretch language, that stretch what you can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Things that stick with you because there's power in them. That you don't even know where they got it from. Well, let's let's it's deep, tiny little quiet moments. Let's dive deeper into diction here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alliteration. Um, <laughs> we have a fun show here. Um, so, it, according to this website, it comes in handy when you are trying to show the reader a particular situation or encounter between characters. The word choice of a certain character. Uh, that which the point is that of they view. uses, yeah, will indirectly show the reader what a character is like and what type of social set- setting this character is in. Now they break it down to four different types of diction. For those okay. of you taking this notes at home, here we go. Yes. Number one, formal diction is when the word choice is considered formal. <laughs> Go figure. It's typically used in situations to convey a sense of social class or education or in formal situ- situations. Hence why we seldom use formal diction here on the show. Um, <laughs> so, number two, informal diction is when the word choice is informal, <clears throat> more geared towards a casual conversation. Sure. It's typically used to convey a sense of familiarity, mm-hmm. such as in a letter to a friend. Okay. Colloquial diction, which mm-hmm. is uh, uh, words uh, are used in everyday situations, are often different depending on the region or community. So obviously, sure. I- Irish uh, literature and you know, that kind of thing yeah, is yeah, yeah. yeah, Joyce and all that. Uh, slang diction is mm-hmm. when newly created trendy words or impolite Groovy. words are you <laughs> used. Yeah, right. No, they just and here I are can s- actually nail down the time and place of things. Right. Oh, right. I'm going to give you a test. Can oh, I test boy. you? Okay, this is fun. I didn't know so there'd be a test. These, <laughs> so between formal informal collect. Wheel and slang. So if I say to you, see you later, what's that? <laughs> Informal, right. Um, okay. <laughs> cheerio. Well, that'd be, Collect- yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, peace out. <laughs> slang, exactly. And good day to you. Formal. So there yeah. we go. So that well, kind of breaks it down is, nicely. All right. Here's a funny thing then is 
I, I, I just met uh, an author the other day and they were telling the group ahead of what they were, they were trying to introduce what they were about to read, put it, you know, give us a setting and a tone, you know, why they're writing it, why it matters to them. And then it was a kind of prepping us kind of like, you know, if you had a, a cover in a blurb or a book, yeah, you sure. don't just cold read necessarily. Yeah. You can, that's fun too. Oh, sure. But she was giving us that. And I said, oh, I can't wait to hear what your voice is written down because the way you talk is really, really juicy ah. it's, it's 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 got a tone and a style yeah. i said i feel like you're you've you went from hi how are you to performing mode to mm. telling a story oh sure mode. sure and it was already huh. there before she read what she'd written on the page and it yeah. was really fun yeah um and it's interesting because i like to tell this fun little story way back from the first time the publisher had anything from me and they did a big old assessment of, you know, tone and style and characters and pacing and arc and everything all within the publishing yeah. house. You know, just a typical assessment that places will do. You yeah. know, where are we at? Where's this manuscript? What do we what do we have here? What's this author like? What, they gonna, what do we have? What toes don't we step on? Where do we push? Where do we not? Yeah, yeah. And it was interesting <laughs> because... I don't know if I've told this story before on here, but but someone so. had a fun little comment that said, "Author sure knows her way around a thesaurus." Mm. And Penny, who it's Skyler, you know the the gal I yeah. love to work with, my editor, Absolutely. she she stepped in and made a comment on the comment and said, <clears throat> "That's how she talks." <laughs> and it was it was yeah. like, thank you for standing up to me on that. I mean, I right, actually right. had a really weird encounter. I mean, I was always that dork. I was always that kid. <laughs> and it was probably because of what I read, what I watched. You know, yeah. you you are a little bit, you know, you are what you eat. Oh, yeah, very much so. I, and, Absolutely. And so I internalized that. I mean, again, I, I imprinted like a little baby duckling on Sherlock Holmes at the age of eight. And, you know, what does that do to a kid? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, well, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, who knows? But, but I had a thing where I it was raining and I was in a social situation. Situation where we're all coming in from the rain, and I was, you know, it was one of those your, your shoes squish a little, and I said, "Oh my gosh, I'm so saturated." <laughs> and I had someone go, "Look at you know your kids, yeah. you're playing, you're yeah. hanging out, and I don't know, it's probably preteens mm-hmm. somewhere in that age." And I got this curled lip look of, "Really? Mm. Why don't you just say I'm wet?" I'm like, "Because that doesn't cover it. That's <laughs> not the, that's not right. I don't feel wet. I don't feel wet. I feel saturated." <laughs> and, it was, and it was, you know, some people look at that and they go, "Oh my gosh, she's arrogantly reaching for a ten dollar mm-hmm. word when a fifty cent word will do." And for me, I'm like, "Oh, but I love to chew on these bountiful words." That it's conversation just what I love. is it's my jam, my jelly, and I'm sticking with it. And that conversation's going it, on it, quite it, a bit with books. I mean, you hear yeah. like when people are, I hear the defenders of the. Uh, of the Grishams and the sure. pa- uh, Pattersons and all that, and believe me, they're uh, that's mm-hmm. all. That's all. That's not uh, five for five cent words. We're actually down to two cent words mostly, um, and it is fine. I, I mean, mean, it's tell because you know the thing is, if that's how people speak, if yeah. that's what people want, great. Yep, yep, and yep. it's interesting is I Absolutely. just had this discussion because again, I like to pointedly do things wrong all the time. <laughs> you know, is are the books I'm writing currently to market not in the least? Yeah. Uh, my favorite fantasy stuff's at least thirty to forty years old at this point. It's uh, yeah. and it's interesting. My, it's an interesting husband, answer to that question because everyone expects, you know, what, husband, what about sales? Aren't you interested in sales? Aren't you interested yeah. in going in for the kill? Aren't you interested for no. taking? And, and you're not. No, because I, I want to do what I want to do the way uh-huh. I want to do it because it's what I like. And you yeah. know what? I like other things. Yeah, right. And other people right. like other things. Sure. And those things are great. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what I want. Absolutely. And. and if I move the needle at all, cool. 
if I if I have five readers who go, oh my gosh, I get what she's doing, mm-hmm. great. Because my husband had this discussion with me. He's like, you realize you're basically from your tiny, tiny little toehold in the world trying to move the needle on entire <laughs> readership. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to find the people who still listen to vinyl. I'm right, trying to find the right. people who like to light candles and... Yeah. And wear cloaks and, and you know, whatever. <laughs> I like the people who want to meet, march their own She wore a cloak that. to last week's episode, yes, folks, just yes, so you I've, know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been known to walk around town with a Victorian top hat because I like it. And it fits my head really well. Ooh, it would be head. hilarious if others started followed suit, though. I mean, that would be, I mean, be remarkable. Why won't they? Right. Well. Why not? I mean. Or find your tribe. <laughs> we're out there. My bald you know? spot will not support a top hat. It'll fall right off. <laughs> but, um, you know. Um, well, it's interesting. Yes. And not just any top hat will do. It has to fit your face. No. Shape your head. Uh, there's a profile to I it. I got a weird head, man. I well, got a they're strange. Mostly all, they're mostly custom. I mean, a really good one's custom. Well, anyway, I have a weird head and I'm broke. Okay. And here we have top hat talk today. Well, top that's actually a good, a good way to <laughs> sign off because we've come to an end of this episode. We got oh, through. Boy. We got through Three, four. four. No, we got through hey, four. Hey. But that's okay because I like the fact that I love. One There's thing I love so about shows is that it. you actually, well, in the middle of this Stay show, tuned. we have a series uh, in the middle yeah. of the show. So we're going to pick this up next week because it obviously was uh, low hanging. Do you want to give them a, a, a four pack preview so that they know which sure. ones to tune into uh, and which ones absolutely. to ignore because we blather? <laughs> feel, I blather, I know. Feel free to do some pre research for next week's show when we talk about euphemism. I didn't know there'd be a test. I didn't know you'd have homework. <laughs> Woo! And we'll talk about epistrophe, which I'm not actually that up on myself. Uh, flashbacks, which is in the screen. Screenwriting world, poison. Um, I'm told if I have a flashback, I might as well just throw it right in the circular file. I know someone who writes incredibly good books who uses flashbacks sure. in almost every single oh, novel. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, it's well done. Yep, yep. Every yeah, time someone sorry. tells you there's a screenwriting or writing rule, you say, oh, you really? Well, let me let me gather those up it's so I can tool. break them Again, all. Yeah. Uh, foreshadowing. And uh, <laughs> what we're big doing fan right of that. Now. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and hyperbole, so which is what our listeners have all the time about us. <laughs> so there we go. Hey, if nothing um, else, <laughs> let's end on a song called Ultramare by Ludovico Ainaudi. I loved Ooh. saying that. That was the most fun I've. That, I'm going to say it all day today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank Another you. pretty song. Next week, we're back. Promise. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.